Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you (laughs) ready to pop the question The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, Trusty Hogs. Andrew here. I'm just dropping in before the episode to say, first of all, thank you for listening and downloading the show. We really appreciate all your support and we really appreciate especially your patience over the last few weeks. I know we've been settling into the new studio. We've had a few audio issues. We've had a few video issues. Uh, There might be a lingering bit of audio issue at the very start of this episode. Uh, But otherwise, I think we've got all the settings right now. Uh, We obviously got into the new studio. Then we got a new camera. And then the camera died. And they got a new laptop. And the laptop didn't save the settings. Uh, Anyway, long story short, it's been a kerfuffle. Um, which is ironic because that's the name of the production company. Um, But thank you for your patience. Thank you for sticking with us. And we are... All good moving forward. So thank you so much. Lots of love. Enjoy this week's episode and we'll see you soon. Hello and welcome <laughs> to episode 93 of Trusty Hogs. Helen, I'll tell you what, my, our podcast, my podcast, our podcast um, recently came. <laughs> my podcast? Uh, my podcast really did play in my ears the other day. I, we're, I'm subscribed, uh, but I, as you know, I refuse to listen. You refuse, yes. And it appeared in my ears the other day and yikes, <laughs> we're horrible. I hate it. So let's try to be serene, okay? Hey, welcome to episode 93 of Trusty Hogs. You're okay. Everything's okay. It's safe here. Oh, what? This is a podcast where Helen and I tell you about our lives. Mm. We're two comedians. We're living our best lives. Mm. And then usually we have a celebrity comedian on to tell us what's going on with them. Mm. And also we help solve listener problems. Mm. Now, today, I'll be honest, we have a backlog of problems. <laughs> so we are going to do a mailbag special. Who that our audience were as traumatized as they are? What a shocker. I mean, we know. <laughs> Why would they enjoy this if they didn't have past trauma? It would make no sense. We go to live shows and we look out and it's just like women who are like, yes, actually, we know what that is. You don't yes, have to explain you it. you do not need to explain. <laughs> it's a telegram, a bit of fun. Let's talk dosage and get specific. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to Trusty Hogs. Woo! <laughs> Step for the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them, or maybe they won't, and that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. 
trust the trusty hogs or maybe not. Shout out last night, by the way, I did a gig where I rehearsed my new two-part radio show. two hours last night. Two hours last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, so many messages from, in particular, men being like, sorry, you don't seem to realize you have two gigs. And I'm like, yes, I do. I'm doing two. I often do two. Sometimes I even do three in one night. I've got Hermione Granger energy, but without the, you know, transphobic writer. The point is, um, look, last night I did this rehearsal for this I'm doing a two-part radio series um, on women in power and I did my first run through and it was really nice but afterwards a really cool person with a shaved head who dragged their partner to the gig who whose name I didn't catch but is a fan of the podcast was hi, like hi shaved head person hi shaved head person outside angel they were like I have an extremely uh, new obsession with your podcast and also I'll be honest a power social relationship with you both <laughs> and I was like the honesty and upfrontness and the way in which like their partner had obviously just been like made come to this thing was so sweet and earnest <laughs> that I was like I love this from you also really needed it because the first person who met me off stage yeah. was an older man who was oh, telling me yeah. my show's about women in power yeah. uh, who was there to tell me that I need to speak slowly oh. and I was like mm, you're a parody of a man also I could see him he was waiting waiting like, I was, they like, were so excited you know, like, to tell he you desperate mm-hmm. he couldn't hold it in but to, to tell me and I was like fuck off also I was like oh, you know when you're like obviously I mean I speak quickly and he said, no one would be able to understand me. And I was like... Mm. Did you take it as an Irish thing? Yeah, absolutely yeah. did. I was like, so you were going to be prick. Anyway, Babe. all of this is to say, I have to tell you about a gig. Not that, not either of those gigs, but a different gig. And the I reason think I, have... I know which gig you mean. Which one? I was with Jodie Mitchell last night in Bath. No, I don't think it's the gig you think I'm talking about. What gig do you think I'm talking about? I heard something about you. What's you hear? Right, you know Catherine's brand for the last, like, fucking 10 months has been, um, I'm going out with a butch, but we haven't moved in with each other. I haven't moved my butch in. I haven't moved my butch in. Like, I'm, just, <gasps> I'm like an elevated lesbian because I haven't moved my butch in. Apparently, you... That, no, yeah. this is true. Because I was Go like, on. yeah, that was 100% her. We're backstage at the L Word gig, right? Yeah. At Lol Lol even, with all... Sorry, L Word. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's all lesbians. It's a play on it's the thing. Lesbians, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, backstage, and you were talking to all the lesbians holding court, being like, my butch is moving in in September, but we've left it quite a while. <laughs> no, like, she's not. You know, I've got a butch, and she's not moving in You've yet. Misheard like, uh, 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 You've misheard it. You've misheard your facts there. You've misheard your facts there. I'll tell you what's happening. Absolutely not. No, her tenancy is up in October. Mine is up in January, and she's asked me to move in together then, which is what we're going to do. But she's not moving in, and I'm not. We're not. I'm not. I refuse to live with another girlfriend in that flat. We're actually going to find a place together. You told me that, but then you were backstage, and this is what I heard that you were holding lesbian court. Hate to break it to you, but showing no. off to all the butchers about that you have. Hate a to break it to you, but Jodie Mitchell has misheard the facts there. Jodie Mitchell, now enemy of the podcast. No, not enemy of the podcast. <laughs> enemy of the podcast. But may I say that's what happens when you listen to gossip, Helen Barham. That's what. Although. I did enjoy being um, reminded that I have a nice butch because I she fixed my fridge this morning. Butch, 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 put them to work, put them to work. I noticed her um, this week. No one's told me what dates. No one's told me the dates. She was referred to in the Guardian as fabulously rakish. I did see that. (laughs) What's going this week? 
I'm going on the day that this released, Thursday. Woohoo! I'm not free, Andrew! Are you going to the matinee or the evening show? Uh, the matinee. The matinee! I don't might mind be if we free, do. Andrew. Hey, you should go. It's message. so fun. Yes. It's so fun and she's so good in it. She's so good. And um, last night, <laughs> last night they, they got rained off. Yeah. And the only time it has happened in the run. And so I went to meet her after my two gigs mm. and her and her castmates had all just got absolutely plastered. They were obviously like so like Actors. gutted slash like on surprise to have a night off that they all <laughs> like she went too hard um, I have just texted her about that actually to say um, can I tell you about last night because um, or is it a secret so I'm waiting to hear back if she says yes I'll tell it in the extras a very funny story from last night can I get to my point which is a gig Oh, I wanted to know. <laughs> to take an Irish woman to get to the story she declared she was telling. Usually an hour. 20 minutes. Yeah. How long yeah. does it take her to force feed me something though? Five minutes. Yeah, like no, to be fair, she's a Brooklyn girl. <laughs> now then, this story, if you don't mind, I have to tell it to you and I'll tell you for why because I was on stage at ARG. The actually fast, rather actually, good. Calm the down. Rather, why did it take me so long to get down. to the stories? I wonder. Is it just me or is it also the level of interruption I do seem to be getting? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Did you see my handshake as I was like, <laughs> I got scared. I'm on day two of my period, so I'd be re Could you please put your put your hands down? Can you put your hands down? Thank you so much. Lower your hands. Um, okay, so I'm at ARG and I... As I was saying uh, uh, what was happening, I was like, okay, does anyone listen to our podcast? And there were a few listeners in and I was yes. like, sweet, when I have mentally processed this, I will talk about it on the podcast. And they were like, cool, we look forward to hearing about it. So thus I have to. Um, I'm at ARG. By the way, I fucked Pride because I did a Pride brunch yeah. and then went to ARG and then had another gig in the evening, which yeah. actually I'm really glad I did. It was really fun. But the point is I didn't get to celebrate being uh. gay at all. But, but you did get paid to be gay. No. Neither the themes of neither gig were gayness, and nor did I, one of them was a charity gig. I did for free. <laughs> no, it was all for leukemia. My God! Oh. No, listen, it's important. Um, almost as important as being gay. And so I, I regret saying that. So listen, I go to do ARG, usually a fabulous um, festival, and indeed it is. It, it this is. is no reflection on it. Um, yeah, and you get those lovely biscuits, don't you, with your yes, face on? Yes really warm crowd really like comedy friendly crowd yeah. I go in to start my preview and may I be honest I'd rushed from the Pride brunch I wasn't as prepared as I would have liked to have been sweaty Catherine very sweaty oh sweaty my gosh Catherine. she gets She's so warm so she gets so <laughs> it's so funny to say that because I ne I didn't stop sweating for my whole show last night the first one I was like because I'd run in the rain oh god I could feel I could what I could see my sweat from my chin to the going to the floor hell Ugh, barf. if anyone wants to have an image of what Sweaty Catherine like you know when you watch an episode of Pingu when you're younger and you're like how angry is this penguin like that is Catherine a plasticine penguin like wah, wah. I'm getting why that man told me to slow down anyway so I'm at ARG and I'm already sweating I'm very stressed I have um, not prepared as much as I want to I ran there I go on stage and it's an L-shaped room always quite stressful and I start to speak into the mic so I'm like hey how are you everyone having a nice day I'm doing well I'm well I'm emotionally quite stable and and then the mic just begins to be pulled from my hand and I'm like, oh, it's caught. So I'm pulling at it. No, don't pull. And it goes out, the cable goes out to a double door, but through a double door behind me. And at this juncture, I'm like, somebody is pulling on the other side of this cable. I'm like in a, I'm doing like a, like a back and forth. Like what are those um, things where you go, like where you pull? Tug of war. Thank you. I'm 
having a tug of war whilst I try to intro my new material. It's hell. I'm like, is anyone noticing this? This is a nightmare. But eventually I'm like, somebody's, and you guys are seeing this, right? Is there a ghost on the other side of the door? Eventually so strong is the grip of this person that they pull the mic from my hands. I have to go down and be like, hello? Out of the double door appears a head. It's Spencer Jones. He's like, sorry, Catherine, that's my microphone. I was like, excuse me, what? He was like, that's my own microphone that I brought from home. I was like, what the hell is going on? And that is the horribly inauspicious start to what is a very, very stressful gig. I'll explain why. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's so, wait, not, wait, 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 wait. That's he not left his microphone on stage. Yes. And then instead of asking for it back, he, he just pulled he it from my hand. I love Spencer's so much. <laughs> and may I say, that is what it is to be a woman in comedy. Having your voice ripped from your hands by a male comedian behind a door. Um, but there was another mic on stand. To the, like, in the corner. It wasn't like it was obvious that I should use that one instead of... Um, yeah. You were fucked. I know. It was, that wasn't even the... Like, to be clear, that wasn't the worst part of the gig. That's how badly it went. <laughs> there was a point at which I said, God, I wish my mic was being torn from my hands right now. Oh, mm. and did they laugh at that? Mm-hmm. People like it when mm-hmm. you reference mm-hmm. you're doing badly when you're doing badly. Yeah, so um, wow. I was like... Talking about the um, cultural trope within lesbianism of remaining friends with your exes, of which, as you know, I highly disapprove. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, is anyone friends with their exes? And this woman in the room was like, me. And I was like, cool, how many are you friends with? And she was like, well, two of them are dead. And I was like, (gasps) (gasps) so obviously I'm me. So instead of like, I'm... I'm me so I should have left it alone but no I don't leave it alone so I'm like okay cool is it when they die you make them acquaintances rather than friends like I'm like shut up Catherine why am I medium ghost route with that oh I went all of the ways with it to be honest with you like I went scattergun all the bad ways I should have been like I'm sorry for your loss Uh, no no you listen store it away baby and um And it was as tense as you think. The room did what you guys did, which is like the hiss, wince, like gasp, like um, like inverse orgasm. And, um, and and we didn't really win it back from there, to be honest with you. As it transpires after my 45 mins on this woman, um, because of course, of course, I spent my whole time talking to her. Your panic into crowd work is one of my favourite things. <laughs> what it was or so I kept looking at my notes of my new material and all it said was taxidermy graveyards mother's obsession with death well, and I was like taxidermy bit finally I am thank god yeah, you, know? Except, but you know when you look down you're like there's no way out I have no route out of this um, and so I I was like oh god I have nothing cheery from which to bounce off of this so I am um, I'm talking to her and it transpires she's the lady who's made the biscuits Oh no! I know, I know. So listen, a hellish day for Catherine. Um, hope she's all right. Shout out to Kate, and um, I think it was Kate. God, I hope it was Kate. Now that I, um, oh god. Just on the other hand, she's I did listening. ARG on Sunday and had a wonderful time. Fuck off! One of those previews that just slaps different from I the very moment you, you step on stage. <laughs> Audience having the best time, just a laugh a minute, twenty four seven banter, just just incredible. Like it carried was... out of there, had a Pokemon player in the room I hate who you. messed me saying, and we're actually friends on Pokemon. We went outside and did a trade. I hate it was you. incredible. Also may I say like I, I should have known that it wasn't gonna go well. Who does a gig, me, new material with no lesbians in the room? They were all at pride. Like it was just me and a bunch of dads. It was never gonna go Oh, well. The dads loved me. But one of our hogs was listening, was there, Daniel, I think. Um, so thank you for coming. And I appreciate- a couple of hogs running around at ARG. Oh, actually. yeah. I met a couple Snorting of them. Snorting around the joint. I can snort it out. Shall we listen to their problems, Helen? Andrew, I'm Helen. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh, right. Oh, I thought you were doing like a down the lens thing. 
Yeah, I was oh. just doing a segue. We are so not in sync no, right now. No, what's going on? Let's compliment circle quickly. What day of the... No, what what day he day needs of... a compliment circle. You're, no, not, you're not, not that owl step. No, we Whoa, are. Whoa, Andrew, you don't get to police... Because I did really well this weekend and Catherine died. And Andrew, you don't... <laughs> now we need to compliment circle. Andrew, you don't get to police when we compliment circle. Sorry, sorry. Whoa. Whoa. I am sick of men telling well, me Andrew's when I can't... Andrew's now in the compliment circle. Yeah, he has to be. He has to be. I didn't scream. You... Raised oh my God! Your, right, right. No. It's our, our second necessary compliment circle in two weeks. Oh God! Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Andrew, I'll go first. I like your nails today. Thank you. Today, very nice. Today, the well, they all your nails always look fabulous. Good. Thank you. They are, they are sparkly and pink. And Helen, so. you look beautiful. Thank you. And you're speaking at genuinely quite a level tone for you today. Thank you. Why does it always have today at the end of it? It feels like so much more. <laughs> <laughs> I keep like, the compliments specific. I know, but it's like, it's so specific. It's almost like it's a compliment for today and an insult for every other day. Okay, I'll go next. Next. And Andrew, your heart is what I'd like to compliment today. Thank you. Do you just laugh into your water, Catherine? Okay. Your capacity for love and your generosity for all those around you. You truly put others first. And as someone who is currently re-watching 19 Kids and Counting after the documentary that came off came out on Amazon, it's reminded me the importance of having a servant's heart. And you truly embody that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Catherine, today I... <laughs> Today, I appreciate that you came in and said, I'm sweating like a pig. Because I love it when you start gross. Keep it, it makes real. Me, it, it does make me feel like we're being real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, my turn, I guess. Andrew, okay. go. Um, well, I've got two two compliments. Uh, number one, I, I w- went through all your reels recently because we had a bit of back and forth on Instagram. No, we didn't. We no, did. we didn't. A bit of back and forth on Instagram. I shared one of Andrew's reels and he was like, oh my God, thank you so much. It's like, you fucking loser. Like, <laughs> oh. I share people's reels all the time, you fucking loser. You've never shared any of... Have I not shared your reels mine. before? You've I never think sh- you have shared mine. Never yeah. shared yeah, mine. I was thinking, like, have I never done this not before? Not one time I'm have you world. shared mine. Have I never? Never, ever. That's so bad. It's pretty I'm savage. I'm so sorry. Especially since it seems like you've been sharing Andrews all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. All the time. Not even, like, one-for-one one ratio. Well, um... Helen, Helen also shared one of my reels on the Trusty Ox account. Yeah. Which I really appreciated. Oh, yeah. But um, I think uh, a lot of people... Did assume that was you? Assumed <laughs> no, okay, if anyone, I also have access to the Trusty Hogs Instagram account. Mm. Catherine's the only one that's blocked from it. I don't want it. No, she can't have it. Just she admit it. I don't it. want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. My life's already stressful enough. I help know? out, don't I, Andrew? You do. And yeah. That's the well, one. That's my second compliment. My first compliment is very funny reels, Ooh. and especially when you're clipping up your special at the moment, which is out today on YouTube. Ooh. Oh my God, today's the day. Get 13th it. of July. Get yes. it. Get Shit. it. She looks so fit. Stop her boobs are so nice stop in listening it. don't stop listening go to YouTube and do watch both. my special have it both ways <laughs> an audio surround visual experience experience oh, um, sorry there was a second one I believe oh, yeah, and that, that's you're helping out the, the, oh. you're working on the, the merch stuff at the moment and I just love all your design ideas and all the work you're doing for it thank you oh that is a little like teaser for what's coming up for that's Trusty really Hearts nice. um, that's really nice me Catherine and Andrew have been talking over the last couple of days about like we want to give you guys like a really fun merch line and Catherine's been very clear that the lesbians need access to beanies and baseball caps I just think you're, you're, not, I think you're right 
I'm just glad that you said it because I feel like if I said it, it would be like, why is this straight woman being I just think we got to know who we're talking to. Because of their greasy roots. And it's, yeah. No, how no, dare you? No, obviously not. How I was just back to that. You. I was clearly How dare that. you? Lesbians, if anything, shower too often. These women are showering every single day because they have short hair and they can get away with it. The not rest the lesbians of us. I've met in Beckham. How yeah. dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Actually, go fuck yourself. Okay. You I are do. worthy of your audience. And by that, I, I mean am. the incredible lesbian loyalty this podcast has accrued. So behave yourself. Hello, queers. Happy Pride. It's too late for that. Oh, oh. by the way, um, can I, um, pro- may I promo something? Yeah, but we Please. haven't done the merch thing yet. But we're, there's nothing to sell yet. Baby's still designing it. Just the colouring book. But can I not tell them about the idea? No, no tell them no. when they're out. Okay, they're really cute. Oh my God. <laughs> she still wants to tell you promo an idea that she hasn't fully completed. <laughs> So cute. <laughs> on Saturday, that's Saturday the 15th, if you're listening to this on a Thursday, on Saturday at um, yeah. 1pm, is it Andrew? I'm um, doing a yeah. whip for my radio show online. So if you're in a different time zone, or if you're um, just don't like to leave the house, 1pm, um, you can still be in your pyjamas, please, by all means, please. Um, tickets are on our link tree yeah. and on my website. I'd love to see you there. I just need to read it out to some, like, some fun ideas to smart people. I'd love to see you there. It's a throwback to Giggless. If you're a new listener, Giggles, who knows what that is? Please. Also, I'm having a brunch beforehand, so I think I'll be a little bit fun. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. I think you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Um, okay, so mailbag special. Let's do this thing. How long have we done before we've done a problem? Uh, <laughs> 20 minutes almost. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> just a quick fire compliment because I never got around to you, Catherine. Oh, oh shit. Um, your new picks are really fire. I've been having a, a fiddle with your poster design and the pick is amazing. Thank you so much. In the yellow? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. yellow dress with the Thank sort of like so yellow dress. Yeah, it is fucking fit. You're very sweet. Yeah. Thank I you so much. I came in the other day and Sunil was just like absolutely tugging himself silly to that picture. Hello? Just a bit of banter. Obviously it's a joke. Okay. Let's Another do a problem. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Stuck in a he, I like your hair. I like your freckles. I think your accent's nice. Um, you know how I know it's not true is you'd be fucking, you'd be so jealous if you walked in on Sunil wanking to obviously. me that you wouldn't even share it with me. You'd be fuming. You'd be fuming. You'd be fuming, and also because I'd be rightfully entitled to the sperm. Then no, my. I spank. think that's true. I think that if you wank to a lesbian, you ha- she if she wants that sperm, she should have it. Crucially, if no. you want to feel important. <laughs> but I think, yeah, if you've had a wank to a lesbian. An envelope sent to the trusty hogs office. No, We'd love if to hear I wanted. <laughs> Label it, obviously. The return address is probably always useful. Yeah, don't, don't want to go into to the AI company. Andrew, hit us with a problem. Ooh, would you like a problem or an update? Oh, let's start with the updates, Helen. Andrew, give oh. us the updates, would you? We'll start with some <laughs> updates. Uh, shout out to the live show, which is available on Patreon for £10 plus Patreon because that was the update of all updates. That was the update of all motherfucking updates. I st- mm-hmm. tell that story at every single event I go Do to. You? If you are not listening to that live and then telling it at every dinner party, are you kidding me? It's the best gossip I've heard all it's year. It's too lesbian and complicated for my street, like my sweet, straight, simple friends. Oh my God, the lesbians are good to of go. No it. one needs a graph drawn. It's <laughs> such good gossip. The questions they ask as well, fascinating. Um, go on. But we have some lovely updates, all the same, uh, including several people who have their own drunk hotel stories to try and reassure Helen. Oh God, but she's you, not gonna like this. Go right? Have I have I talked about this on the podcast, or have we just bitched about it like behind the? You, you did mention before that you, none of them were reassuring enough. It is 
cannot receive one more message going, I want to wet the bed. Fuck off! It's not the same. It's not the same. To be fair, a lot of these emails either have the elements of sleepwalking and nudity or pissing, but neither neither together. I'd like the sleepwalking nudity ones. Did you see the person who went to the hotel and sent pics on Twitter? Yes! Are you fucking kidding? There was a photo shoot done outside the hotel. Andrew has a good update. Andrew, read us that one. I think this one might reassure you, actually. Okay, let's go. Okay. Hi, Catherine, Helen, and Andrew. This is from M. Hi, M. I'm a massive fan of the pod and feel compelled to applaud Helen's bravery. Thank you. Whilst also sharing my own unfortunate sleepwalking toilet incident. Oh, good thing. This is what we're looking for. (laughs) About 10 years ago, I was on a night out with a straight girl I was madly in love with. She was my gay awakening and we would occasionally sleep together when we felt so inclined. Incredible. We would occasionally sleep together. I, I guess so, yeah. She's I, referring to her as a straight woman. Maybe that's not that's gay. That's yeah. at least bi. Uh, unless he means to share a bed. Well, uh, okay. She oh, may. oh, no, no, no she, she does mean sleep. Uh, okay. two, two sentences later, she uses the phrase hanky-panky. Um, Woohoo! That night, I ended up particularly drunk. We went yes. back to hers with some friends for an after-party and eventually snuck off to her room for some hanky-panky. Okay, yes. she's not. you can't call her a straight woman. No. Unless she identifies that way. In yeah, which you case... you identify as straight and make out with other women. I've made out with loads of women. Okay, but... Not hanky-panky. Not full sex. No. Go on. I must have fallen fallen asleep. The next thing I knew, I was squatting, naked on the stairs, taking a shit into my own hand. (gasps) Here we go! Here we go! In her house? In her house? In this girl's house? Oh, that's why she's straight. She thinks lesbians are disgusting. (laughs) I'm straight after hearing this story go on. Into her own hands. I realised what was happening just as the girl, I guess she rejoined (gasps) the party, started walking up the stairs and saw me. No! This is worse than yours, Helen. At that moment, a loose nugget fell out of my bum. (laughs) Okay, can we just say got dank for it being a nugget and not a liquid? Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, thank you. Like, goodness. small mercies. You have to look at the positives in these situations. Imagine if that was a big sloppy thing. A nugget, you're fine. Pop it in your pocket. Oh, you don't have a pocket. It did stay in the carpet, though. Yeah. Well, oh, that would, wouldn't it? Helen, this is so much worse than yours. To this day, we have never spoken of the incident, and she's now very happily married to a man. Yeah, you would have to be. Because <laughs> he's toilet single. trained. I don't draw a no. direct correlation, but it must have been quite the haunting image. Helen, you are not alone. Best wishes for the pod. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty and bravery. Mm. How about that? Your honesty and bravery has inspired me. Do you know what I mean? To if I do find myself shitting into my into my hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> Standing. What the only thing I will say is mine had the jeopardy of having. I was trapped. Hers had a witness of the person who she just yes, had a post yes, witness. I know, but there was also like no Helen. You, that is worse. Yeah. Someone you just had fuck. You just oh yeah. yeah. The who poo you're is in worse love than, with. Poo a is person worse you're than in we. love with watching you poo into your hand. But you're not physically also trapped with the accident. She's trapped with that reality. She's trapped with the reality. And a stain. How bad was the and stain? And she has to leave that party. There are any pictures. Helen, she has to leave that party. Imagine that girl's telling somebody at that party. Sorry, oh, Em. Everyone knows, Em. Everyone knows. Sweet Jesus, bless your heart. Can we just take a moment just to reflect on the fact that being alive as an adult human is is so embarrassing and hard. And we're all trucking ahead and forging on. Where was even Helen, though, Where was the stairs? 
Because it would be, you'd be, you'd be, look, you'd be looking. I'm picturing it because you'd be looking down the stairs, Helen, right? Stop, please, so stop then it. that means where your ass is will be on top of another seat. So are you sitting on your hands? No, she's, and on, she's on the landing. She's on the landing. She's on, oh, the, she's landing. on the landing. Mm. That makes more sense. I was thinking to squat, shit, and cup on a stairs. I think I'd find that like, it's a bit nerve wracking because you're drunk. Your balance is off. She was asleep. Um, she woke up as it was happening. Yeah, that's what's so frightening, Catherine. Because that could have been worse. Fall into your own poo. That'll be oh, terrible. Sweet Jesus. That's thank right. you, M, for your bravery. That so thank is, you. Yeah, honestly. Thank you. But it is isn't just so embarrassing to be alive. Yeah. Shall we I should have a little palate cleanser of a, of a new problem? Yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry to hear it, Em. I hope you're all right, babe. And I don't think that's why and you're single. And this happens to everyone once in their life. That's not strictly true. true. You're but... still waiting for your, like, oh. piss or shit. Or I'm just keeping it secret forever. Go on. Okay, we have a uh, problem entitled Boyfriend Won't Do Anything Without Me. Here we go. All right, we're in. <laughs> Hi, Hogs. I love the podcast and you all brighten my day every week. That's Thank so nice. you. My 30F partner. Squeeze me, who's this from? Um, this is from Kay. Kay. Uh, who is 30 female and yep. has a 31 male partner. Uh-huh. Uh, have been together off and on since we were 19. We've lived together uh, for just the two of us for three years now. Uh, we live together with another couple for the first six. Okay. Uh, our relationship is great. We communicate really well, spend a lot of time together, and share important values and a similar life philosophy. Oh. However. You don't mean that. Oh, <laughs> I do. Childhood sweetheart, off and on. It's got everything. It's Ross and Rachel. I'm invested in this couple. No. Yeah. yeah, I got off the plane. <laughs> yeah, all right. Good. Yeah, I hear you. You sold it to me. You sold it to me. However, while I make the time to pursue solo interests and see friends and family, apart from my partner, he wants to do absolutely everything with me. Ugh. He has friends, but he only really sees them if I go as well. I try to encourage and remind him to keep in touch with his friends, because otherwise he goes months without even checking in on them. Uh, and I just feel a bit overwhelmed sometimes as I'm the only person he really talks to about his thoughts and feelings. Oh, no. um, but he says he finds it hard to share these things with others and he only really feels comfortable with me. I also feel responsible for keeping these friendships afloat for him as I feel he, he would just let them fade away. I've suggested therapy so often that I've just given up now because he went for a few sessions a few years ago but said it made him feel uncomfortable. There's a point of therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never went back and I can't make him do something uh, he doesn't want to do, even if he thinks it would help him and take some pressure off me. I recently suggested he maybe join a club or activity, a classic trusty hog solution. It is such a classic. Uh, where he can meet new people and try something new. But this started a bit of disagreement as he felt like I was trying to get rid of him and said it makes him think I don't like him. I mean, you are a little bit. But like, I kind of love that for you. I actually know the answer to this. Fabulous. I, I mean, there's the, the, just the last bit of Okay, do context. the last bit, but I already know what it is. is uh, while to- talking out, I realise how much pressure and responsibility I feel for his well-being and sometimes make me feel more like his mum than his partner. Uh, at the end of the conversation, I said I wouldn't push him uh, to do any more stuff as it was just making me resentful. Um, I love and care about him so much, but I want him to take more care of his emotional needs mm. and to have that life outside the relationship. Am I being unfair? Are my expectations unreasonable? Do you have advice to resolve this? Uh, is this issue a fatal uh, issue for our relationship? Any appreciation? Any I have help so many things to say. Number one, I don't think it's a fatal issue, but I think neither of you are in the wrong. It's just it's frustrating when someone wants to agree with the other person. You right? Ooh. Leave these straight men alone for a minute. I am furious, and I have a lot of things to say. Okay, I know. I the don't think it's fatal, this. but I do have things to say. I'm hoping my friends. This couple, neither of them listen to this. I don't think they do. 
what you do is you get them a thinner world card. So then, like, they don't need to talk to anyone because some guys just don't need to. They just go to the cinema all the time and then you get a bit of time by yourself and they think it's a gift, but it's not. It's actually a gift for you. And it honestly solves all dramas. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> what the fuck? Here's the thing. Good suggestion, but here's the thing. Cineworld card. May I, may I speak? What I think the thing is, with the Cineworld card and the suggesting the um, solution of the... Um, sports group is is that you are offering solutions when he needs to find them himself. That's you're not offering actually, solutions; you're offering a in a world card. No, but solutions. But, the, but you're saying you want him to take more responsibility, and then you're trying to solve the problem for him. And that is the those are contradictory. Here's my issue. Right. Here's what I think. It is completely reasonable to need time alone in a relationship. In so fact, that is normal. Them. And absolutely what everyone requires to find their partner interesting, sexy, exciting, to come back and tell them things that they want to say to each other, to have your own space for your own personal development, to maintain a level of personhood and individuality. All good reasons to space spend not every... find while they're at the cinema enjoying cinema. Also, also, it is not acceptable or a reasonable thing for your partner to say that the only person they can talk to about any of their feelings is you without making you feel incredibly under pressure. Like, that's so intense. Mm. And to also require all of your time of you, it's quite domineering, actually, in a very mm-hmm. sort of like a beta way. But I think it's completely reasonable for you to want your own Sorry, time. domineering in a beta way. Yeah, to be like... I know exactly what no, you mean, but, it but is, I just never it's had so, that It's before. so manipulative, right? It's manipulative it's to be like... sort of pick-me energy. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it'll never be me. It's and like it's, a gorilla, but they've sort of got like on vans. And it's really manipulative. <laughs> I think it's really manipulative to be like, hey... I was thinking that you could maybe like do some own your of your own stuff to be like you don't like me. It's mm-hmm. like that's such an extreme response to be like no, I I just need time for myself. What I think though is that like saying you should join a football club or you should go to therapy isn't actually telling him your feelings, which I do get, right? Like you're hoping that he'll go to the football or yeah. go to the therapist and discover that it's all a bit much for you when actually I think it's time to be honest and to be like I can love you and be completely overwhelmed and have the framework of our relationship changed by an utter dependence on me mm. that you are currently exhibiting. And so if you want me to find you sexy, if you want us to have fun, if you want us to be curious about each other, have things to tell each other, if you want me to have sanity, if you want me to enjoy my life, we cannot do everything together. And actually, you're ruining your own friendships or call, like losing your own friendships and diminishing them by not having them for yourself. And I need friendships that are separate to you. All of which is so reasonable. Like, I actually, I'm really... Cineworld card, how are you not and the Cineworld card of course but what I'm saying is I'm upset for this girl that she's writing in being like this woman that she has to write in and be like is it okay that I want like my own time I like oh, yeah, you it's were so emotionally manipulative to make you feel as though you are neglecting somebody because you need that that is a reasonable requirement that everybody has and that and, and like I also think like if somebody can only talk to you like if my I've been in situations where I've had to say to a partner, hey, I feel like you're leaning on me so much that it's making me feel under pressure to have every solution for you. And that like, actually, I don't have all the answers. And speaking to your friends would be really good for your perspective and also for me to feel like this isn't mm-hmm. all on me. Because you're not his therapist, his mom. And, and also, like, no one can be all things to everyone. Like, yes. nobody. It's impossible and it's so much pressure. Right, I can now put myself in this and I understand it more. Yeah, but also, like, I've been in situations where I've identified, like, oh, I've been, 
I'm actually relying on a friend too much. Like there have definitely been points where poor Georgie, I've been like, oh, yeah. can you help me write my show? And also, can you be my You're therapist? And also, friend. I'm going through yeah, a breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, and also, can we have our fun together? It's like, well. Spend that, time with me. Spend time with me. Yeah, like that must have been like it's too much, and I, you know, you have yeah, to kind of course you. correct a bit. I know, but that means I shouldn't take advantage of her. True, but like this seems like it's more. It's a different situation because this sounds like it's been a consistent thing. Yeah, for of years course. and years and years. But my point is like you're loving somebody is also recognizing what you're asking of so them. So what's your solution? My solution is to tell him how you're. He's making you feel and what you need, and that that cannot be it cannot be reasonable for him to be like you don't love me when all you've done is show your love when you're asking for him to show you love in return by giving you some space so do you reckon do the conversation with a cinema world card gift <laughs> at the same time because i just think just a little something i think actually it's he needs to believe that he can find the solutions himself you don't need to tell him what to do with his time it's like a cinema world brochure. he needs to figure out if he wants a cinema world card or to join a football team or to go for a walk or sit watching tv what that or water is, aerobics do you know what? She also needs to believe he can find the solution himself because if she thinks she needs to solve it for him then that's also her enabling that behaviour a little bit. Like, it hasn't come out of nowhere. We've all done it. Where you're like, oh, let me just plan your evening for you so I can have a moment's peace. No, you plan your evening and we both trust that you're an adult who can do that. I am obsessed with you. An adult woman with a saviour complex is giving advice oh, but this to is another from adult woman. But this is from experience. <laughs> like, no, but this is why it's like, listen to what Catherine said, because this is someone who I've is like, I've earned these stripes, baby. Yeah. I've earned these stripes. And like, honestly, like I still have to remind myself, yeah. still have to constantly go like, no, of course I need to see my friends myself. No, of course I have to go to the, like, to the gym alone. Yes. No, because the second I don't for a week, I'll fall into this trap of feeling like we must do everything together. And then you're that couple that jogs holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking weird. It's so but weird. Also then you're There's no way you're running at the same pace. A, agree. And B, then you're the couple who have nothing new to tell each other. Like, oh, I fucking want gossip from my girlfriend. I want you to tell me about your day. I, I also, also want to, like, miss you. Also, your friends want to hang out with each of you independently. Oh, God, and, like, anything worse. Friend, but he has to make them himself. He is does. there anything worse than when you've invited a friend for a coffee and she rocks up with her boyfriend without telling you? <laughs> <gasps> it's a surprise... Um, turning you into a third wheel yeah. it's like if I know it's going to happen it's yeah. fine if it's just a oh suddenly you're the third wheel it's like oh my god particularly when it's a new relationship and you are just watching them want to make out it's and, like ah! and also I've been the person who showed up without the other person knowing like as in being brought along by my partner oh, I bet and then seeing the face of the friend drop mm. and you're like fuck I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm too good at being the third wheel I'm like no this is so much nicer this is so much nicer that everyone keeps doing it and part well. of me wants to be like, your partner's so fucking boring. But they can be the best in the world. The point- yeah, your friend's not themselves for a while. But it's a new relationship. They're doing the couple things. So you're not even going to hang out with your friend. You're hanging out with a version of your friend. But also your par- their partner can be amazing. I'm cool as hell. But her dynamic... You're with what? Her- I'm cool as hell. <laughs> One more time. I'm cool. <laughs> me? I'm cool as hell. The thing about me is, I'm cool. And you know she's cool because she raised her brother and pointed at herself. I'm a cool bitch, me. I'm a cool hand. Helen, I am cool as hell. But... I'm funky. <laughs> what are you, Andrew? Groovy. I'm so groovy. <laughs> I'm a dreamboat. But I do get that the dynamics of my friend, of like, of my girlfriend's friendships are shifted by me being there. And that's like, obviously a bummer if that's not what they planned. What a cool answer. I hope that solved you, Kay, <laughs> from the cool girls. Okay, listen, back to, back 
to this person. I do think like he will be happier if he's oh, pushed out of the nest. Cool. <laughs> and you will be happier if you have some goddamn space. And those are reasonable expectations and anything otherwise is manipulative. The end. Don't enable it either. I'd honestly consider Cinema World Card as well, but I think it's up to you. <laughs> no, because then she'll end up having to go I to the see cinema. what you're saying. But the Cinema World, no, it's for one, don't be like that. You don't understand the Yeah, but he'll World get her card. one immediately back. He'll just buy the extra ticket. Uh, that didn't happen with my friends. He just had a Cinema World Card and then he went to the cinema all the time and she had a lot of Yeah, bars. but this guy, does, the, this is avoiding the problem. He won't know there's an issue. He needs to know there's an issue. And that you want to fix it and that you want to be with him. <gasps> Okay, one more just quick option. I know that you've done all your, you've done the research of this. Okay, baby. I've lived a long life. Pin a condom, get pregnant, no! and then he can make friends at the antenatal cast with the other dads. It's just like, leave it there, leave it there. It's just another, sometimes like just logic is just like easier like that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's an idea. Our, Pin the condom. Are dads going to prenatal? Yeah, there's like NCT classes. And then often what happens is there's like a WhatsApp group for the partners, for the non-pregnant partner, right? Oh, for And then they sake. all hang out and they do like a support chat. And then that's like a that forced friendship. That makes me want to be the pregnant lesbian because I don't want to hang out with the there's dads. All, they also have a WhatsApp group. Just the lesbians? Well, I think the person who's pregnant and then the partners and they have two separate WhatsApp groups. Fun. No, that seems really that sounds weird. really backwards. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, odd. yeah. Because the pregnancies have to like stay separate from the rest of them, because otherwise they'll gross everyone out. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah with well, the, with the that, hairy bellies and the now. fingers course, coming out. Yeah. Of yeah. The makes sense. Thank you for explaining. <laughs> Just Thank the you. arms reaching oh, out every now and again. God. What's that, mummy? <laughs> Please, you're going to be horrific, pregnant. <laughs> um, Just the leg dangling. Oh, not yet. But also, like, I think that that person did get some things from writing that out and I think it answered yeah mm. yikes let, please let us know how the conversation goes because I think you should have that conversation or yeah. what he goes to see at Cineworld any yeah. more updates or <laughs> problems we do have another update I didn't I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I don't know if you remember, in episode 75, Catherine, you said no one would be listening to this podcast in a war zone. Um, <laughs> Those for your exact words. Stop it. Um, I thought you would like to know that I do. Yay! No! Which war? Which war? This is from Leia. Leia. Uh, or potentially Leah. Uh, apologies. Leah. Uh, I am currently deployed over to Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo on a peacekeeping mission and often listen to trusty hogs whilst doing my work before uh, my before work exercise. <gasps> Obviously, I can't run outside. Brackets too dangerous. Because of the gorillas. Because of that's where the gorillas live. The gorillas and the mist are in the Republic of Congo. For a minute there, I thought you meant. Gorilla I thought you meant guerrilla warfare. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! The go- what? There's a war. The war going on. Did you, say yeah, East, yeah, yeah. did you say East Democratic Republic of Congo? Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo. Thank you, because I'm currently doing the keep doing the Sporkle country um, test. We only have 15 minutes to name every country in the world because I'm trying to learn them for. I think she just means the eastern part of. No, I know, and that's that's why I was like, can I clarify, please, the name of the country? Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. Carry on. Yeah, um, she's so cool. I love. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm actually studying all the countries at the moment. Sorry, can I just say, I fucking love that sporkle quiz. It's so good. It's really good. Ellen and I got 79% the other day. Wait, That's what do pretty damn good. So sporkle is just like a quizzing website. And this this particular thing, you get a map of the world. Yeah. 15 minutes to name every country. And as you type in countries, they appear on the map. And you go and name as many of them as you can. I want to do it's that. so good. Can Aver- we do that in the extras? Average rate is 67%. Yeah, we can do it in the extras. I'd idea. actually love to. You have no idea how much I, I would to love so to. Bad. Can we all do it on our own phones or something? I, yeah. No, it no, sounds we'll, really hard. We'll just, you and get it's out, a, we'll type it in. Yeah. Okay, let's do that, let's do that. Great, we'll do it in the extras. In, um, Sorry. <laughs> well, it takes 15 minutes, so tune in, baby. Can I just say the most... Because uh, I know you're really cool, but uh, can I just undermine that by being a loser for a second? No, hey, you're cool. No. Hey. Uh, let me say the sentence. If I'm so, cool, if you can be cool, cool baby. Cool. <laughs> yeah, please. Like state of these two fucking losers. You, you have to hear, you have to hear this phrase. <laughs> When we were on choir trips, I used to sit on the coach and write out lists of every country in the world in my notebook. Oh my god, my heart and just can we ripped go back to, to two. Can we go back to the war zone? Because I think that'd be less sad. Oh god, I really <laughs> want a gay son, Catherine. I do. One like that. What's on that? a choir trip, and I take him off with a notepad and he just lists countries. I feel like in the version of events where you guys were in the same school at the same time, you'd be like Helga breathing behind Andrew, being like. <sighs> Just in love with him, he's my Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I'm gay, and you're like, he's everything. You're everything. He can harmonise. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Um, so yes, uh, I listened on the treadmill. Uh, anyway, I thought That's you would so like sweet. to know that you really make my day better and give some much needed light relief. I oh. listened to the current podcast as released and the back catalogue in slow time. <gasps> uh, I nearly fell off the treadmill laughing at Helen's telling of her naked hotel corridor experience. <laughs> Fuck that episode, man. <laughs> Uh, it's a lovely update from uh, Leah. Thank you. Oh, that's that's Leah. So nice. Oh my god, how fun that we've got people in war zones. Yeah. How fun. fun feels like <laughs> As I said that, I was like, that can't be how right. Fun. But also, Leah, we also um, we sympathise and empathise with you because we're also in our own war zone, the war of social media. No, Helen. It's not going to count. No. First of all, the war of reels. Who are we warring with? We're, we're warring with the algorithm because we will not rest until we're at a million follows. I hate Hello. you. <laughs> no, I, I hate that. you. <laughs> Leah, look, I'm sorry, man. Sounds intense. I wonder, um, wait, does she work for the UN? Uh, I don't know. Just a peacekeeping mission, mission of sorts. Be mad if it was just like her independently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that for Dressy Hogs listeners being like, I'm in a war zone. I'm just here just because I think I got it. Just like <laughs> making it more peaceful. <laughs> I love the idea of someone going into a peacekeeping mission with this energy in their ears. Like, morning, that's us some peace. Everyone feeling peaceful? You want to get peaceful? I heard a story this morning. A woman was sleepwalking into a hole and then she um, actually woke up weeing and she was naked and trying to get out of a door and she was holding it with her toe. Was everyone feeling energised? for peace <laughs> and then she just said like, someone day, going Leah. into like a war zone going like I got this but I literally did that once so I was like, me what? I went to like Philippines and there was like a massive typhoon that hit and I was like I've got help <laughs> like I was in my like early 20s when I told you this oh yeah I think yeah, you yeah, might yeah. have and I think I may have blanked it out because um, you were like, That's I don't want to be yeah, associated yeah. with this I lost my phone in a packing centre in the first That's day right. yeah <laughs> No phone, no contact with home, and then went to Tacloban. I was like, what's my plan? <laughs> Work the Red Cross. Sweet mother of God. Insane. Hey, we wish you well. We wish Be you well. Be safe out there. Enjoy or- the gorillas. We also asked a while back who our oldest hog is. And uh, the lovely Sarah has uh, messaged in to say that her mum, uh, who turned 73 in March, 
uh, is a big fan and listens along to every episode. No. Stop it. Yeah. Woohoo! We've got a 73-year-old hog. We've got an OAP hog. We want hogging. those OAPs, baby. But Send my mom your listens. retirement money. What? My mum listens every now and again. What? And she's going to be 70 next year. But we're... You're I know, I know. Hi, hi, mummy, if you're listening. Hey, I'm sorry about everything. everything. Oh, my God. One of my lives. The worst water. Okay. Love you. Let's not discuss this on the phone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, shout out Sue Sue Guthridge from Birmingham. Thanks Aww, so much. Hi, Sue Guthridge. Thank you for listening. This is uh, a new problem from Jay. Hi, hi Jay. Uh, and I'm hoping you can help me with a feminist issue. Ugh, why don't we bloody go? What do they want now? <laughs> what do these bloody feminists Feminist one now. Put on a bra. They're supposed to help you. <laughs> Fucking burning it all the time. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's a line from something. What's it from? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> always bloody burning their bras. Like, why are they burning it for? Isn't that supposed to help a woman? <laughs> like, <laughs> please, please, someone else say something. I have recently had my first baby. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, Amazing. Uh, a little that girl. actually is lovely. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, a, a little girl, who's, girl who is now nine months old. Woo! Nine months in, nine months it's out, baby. It's my favourite age. Yeah. Uh, I have decided I will not be returning to work and will be a stay-at-home mum. Love this. This is a privilege that um, not other mums have, and I'm very aware of that. Mm-hmm. However, I'm also conscious that to my daughter, I will just be a mother. I don't want her to think of women as just childbearers. I don't get the chance to have hobbies outside of being a mum because I have very little support. Uh, but I do. Just, I just want to see her to see women as capable and strong. But I'm worried I'm going to let her down in this way. Any ideas? Am I overthinking it? Give me a bit of a pep talk, please, from Jay. Number one, you are overthinking it. Number two, go to your local Waterstones. They have a puzzle section there, and they have a puzzle. My friend Anna Grant has that I saw in her flat recently, of the hundred like most significant women in history, including like Gosh. Frida Kahlo. The kid's nine and months the old. And the others. <laughs> and the others. Et al. Marie Curie. She did great work and well, she poisoned herself to death, but she was, you know, she was on the right track, wasn't she? You know, Marie Curie, no? Wait, is your answer to Jay... Get the puzzle. Get the puzzle it's because then she'll see other women are inspirational? Well, no, but then you get the idea that women can do it all. And I think there's books as well. Also... <laughs> I don't even know the books. Get a poster, books. get that poster of the woman. Is it the American woman in World War Two propaganda where she's like, you can do it. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah, nice. Put yeah. that, like print that on a baby onesie. Make baby wear it all the time. Nice. Right, yeah. okay. Um, here's what I'd say. Uh, being a mother is a very important job. Yeah, try raising is, someone like us. That is difficult and incredibly kind of you to do and I don't think that you your kid will well first of all let me say this my mother had two jobs and did a night university course whilst raising three children and we all still saw her as a mother because children are shallow and um, just full of need actually and it only recently occurred to me she might be a person and so I'm going to check in on that next time I'm home but that is really truly like so first of all I don't worry about that don't, you're overthinking it for sure also being a mom is incredibly important and incredibly hard work it involves like huge amounts of acts of service and huge amounts of education and huge amounts of consideration and time management and energy and you're very impressive to do it the other thing I would say is I think you're making a big assumption about how your child will see you in 20 years time because or indeed women um, because there's every chance that you are nine months out of having a baby that you might 
do lots of things. You have no idea what you're going to do. The kid's going to go to school at some point. You could do anything. You might stay a stay-at-home mother. You might stay. You might start a business in your back room while you do Running that. You might school. do. God knows. God knows what you're going to do. But listen, I don't think you should make any decisions about how she's going to see you. I think that the way you talk about women and motherhood and women in jobs and women doing both will inform her perspective on her capacity in the world. Yeah. Um, and as long as you're not judging them uh, harshly, she won't do the same. But of, and, you, and you assume every possibility for her, then she will do the same. Um, so I think it's more about the language you use around those choices rather than the choices you've made that will inform that. But also like... Also the society a baby's growing up in does not automatically skewer towards sexism as the society that you probably grew up in does. Mm-hmm. Like babies aren't born thinking that women are less than. I agree. And like the education system is better now. The kids they'll be around are better now. Like that won't necessarily be I mean, it's not a right massive there, but question yeah. for your child growing up. It's- for our generation, but for the new generations coming up, it might not be... The biggest thing. I mean, 62% of um, teachers are women, but 64% of head teachers are men. So there's still a... Stop it. Is that true? That's a fact. So there's still a messaging that men lead and women follow but um, listen to my no, listen to my radio show when it comes out yeah. <laughs> but um, but I think look I think that your language informs how we think about ourselves our parents language informs how we think about ourselves yeah. and so you know you have so much capacity to influence if anything more because you're home so don't be so hard on yourself don't be so hard on yourself the puzzle I think for sure we both agree is a great shout yeah. also if you want to be inspired by women can do anything like it always makes me think about how there's like no female serial killers really because it's sort of like where's the equality like no female oh, dictators oh I don't like where this is going watch the monster by Charlize Theron oh with fine baby. okay I thought yeah. you were going to suggest this woman kill no um, no no watch, watch <laughs> monster with Charlize Theron with baby yeah lovely and yeah. also look it's very Baby's simple it's very very simple <laughs> just make sure that you make all of her food from scratch make sure that you teach her to read before the other oh, kids all learn organic, please. make sure that she does go to baby um, yoga baby music baby mm. um, reading obviously make sure that she baby goat herding baby art of course mm-hmm. Um, obviously grow your own food baby brain um, study stay thin get thin real fast you're going to want to get thin real fast after having that yeah, baby yeah, yeah, make yeah, sure that yeah, you're yeah. sexier than the other moms smarter <laughs> than the other moms cooler than the other moms better than the other moms and make sure that you make all the other moms who go to work feel bad about going to work and you'll be nailing this don't worry about it also baby sign language thank you so yes. much that is actually quite good that's a good one yeah, yeah. yeah really just make one. sure that you giving Mac up work Tom. means that your baby is the best or else it was all a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Best of luck. No, that is what society's like, no, I'm though. With you. I'm with it's you. It's horrendous. I'm with you. Just ha- chill out, babe. God, have a nice time with your kid. What? Remember that it is a privilege, and freaking enjoy your time with your baby. Enjoy it. Oh. Do a puzzle. Have together. a great time. Just have a look at her. Roll around with her. Have a nice time. I will say this: Catherine's solutions are better than mine today, but I think mine are a lot more doable. <laughs> Hey, mine can both hey. be actioned with a couple of clicks I on mean, a computer. Baby, I'm aspirational were. and you're achievable, and that's important. I am so achievable. <laughs> <laughs> Two of your solutions. Wait, was that an insult? No, babe, no. Wait a second. Give me a minute. <sighs> what do you say? I'm aspirational. My, no, as in my problems are as, my solutions are aspirational, aspirational, and yours are achievable. I shouldn't have said I'm aspirational. The way and you're you said achievable. it made me. That made it sound like I'm aspirational sexually and you're achievable sexually when actually it's the inverse because yeah, you're so very frigid. hard to get in bed I'm and I'm, so I'm all sleep with anyone yeah she's a whore okay thank you with the you. savior complex
I've just been given permission um, to tell that story from last night in the extras. So fuck yeah. Yes. Make sure to get on patreon.com forward slash Yeah, sorry, hold. I just got to text. I think before we do a final problem then, we should say what we're doing in the extras this week. We're doing the Sporkle quiz. We're doing my secrets from last night. And you have, you need to talk about something. Again. Yeah. I want to I want to talk it through. I've got a big event tonight. Yeah, we'll talk about it. And we'll and talk you're about that. do my hair, right? Yeah, I'm going to do your hair because I got a mixed call, a mixed call, a missed call from Helen this morning because I didn't answer. She immediately messaged SOS, Catherine. So I was like, "Sweet People God, don't must, respond unless you." It must SOS be some. Them. Well, that's because you call too much, and I was like, "Oh my God, it must be urgent." I call her back, and she's like, "I have to go to an event tonight. You do my hair because me ugly." And I was like, "You're not ugly. You're beautiful." Oh, no. And she was like, "Catherine, do Helen's hair." And I was like, "Okay, fine. What do you want?" And she was like, "I don't know." So I brought my curlers, and we're going to do your hair, even though you are beautiful already. You're so ugly. Um, you're stop no. it. Stop that. No. More of that in the extras. I'm so ugly. Helen, uh, no, come you're on. gorgeous. You're, Stop yes, it. You know you're gorgeous too. You know it. You know you are. You're, it's so lame to be like, I'm ugly when you're a hot lady. Stop it. Mm-hmm. That's boring. I'm so unattractive. Shut up. You I know, don't but even the more I it. say this, the more she'll do stuff for me. <laughs> Oh, my you're, nails so done as well. you're so tedious. You're so tedious. Catherine, I'm disgusting. Oh, bring my hair, Helen. Do we have... <laughs> I watched too many of those films where there was a montage where a nice girl does somebody else's hair and takes off her glasses and then changes her life. You know those oh, ones? you are every single gay man. You what? know the, who are the, um, the gay man and the two hot assistants in Princess Diaries? That's Catherine. And, and also oh. I'm um, Stanley Tucci this? in Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hello for two. Don't mind if we do. <laughs> um, all right, shall we? So one last problem. Yeah. Warum nicht? Okay. What does that mean? Warum nicht? Why not? Warum nicht? Is that what it means? Why not? Why not? Warum nicht? Oh, a girl from Berlin came to see my show last night. Um, and there were only eight people in. And she was like, I was like, oh, d- did you introduce yourself to Helen when you saw her in Berlin? She'd seen you in Berlin. And she was like, oh, no, I couldn't. There were so many people there. And I was like, nice burn, lady. Nice burn. So shout out to that listener. Please do book in advance my show in Berlin. Catherine Energy. Um, oh, all the Germans have a Catherine yeah, Energy. I believe they that. all just come and watch me and go like, oh, what do we do? <laughs> and afterwards she was like, I'll take the empties to the bar. And I was like, oh, this is my girl. Oh, wow. Uh, you can pick from three. Uh, I've got a Lolita-esque problem. No. A ghosting problem. <gasps> oh, <laughs> you scared yourself then. Uh, or a uh, comedy problem. Can I Can I pick? I'm ruling out the Lolita problem. I want Andrew to do a ghost. I want to see if we can watch Andrew solve a ghosting problem. See if he's problem. grown. But see the progress. Cause Let's see it. For anyone who's new here, Andrew's been ghosted many times. Multiple he's now times. in a happy so relationship. So many times it's wild. But it'd be interesting to see what you've learned from He's that. a graveyard mm. of a person. So... <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> would you like to swap seats and I'll read the problem? Uh, sure, Let's yeah. Okay. Yes. I want to hear this. Oh my God, I'm the producer. Let's see oh, it. Let's do it. Well, don't, don't touch it. Don't press anything. <laughs> don't press any buttons. Okay, okay. All right, let's do this thing. Welcome, Hello. Andrew. Hi, Hi Andrew. Hi. Welcome. Well, it's quite nice this house. Yeah, no, it's much, much nicer, actually. Less work, more pay. I've just realised I've got no. to really speak up because this is adjusted for Helen. Scream <laughs> <laughs> into the mic. Yeah. on, Helen. Okay, um, so this is from S. Hi, Hi, S. S. Hi, S. Very good so far. <laughs> Hello, Catherine, Andrew, and Helen, and Chloe and M for when they are We around. miss M. M has got a cool cooking job, so she's still doing all the editing, but we don't get to see her gorgeous goddamn face. M's we miss you, in M. In our family still. Yeah. You just don't... I mean, you never saw her. I mean, M could be here right now and you don't know. No, you saw her. 
her. You just didn't hear her like a good woman. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Andrew, I'm so excited for this for you. This okay. is your moment. Thank you. I have been listening since day one, have seen you both live and generally love hearing your voices and hilarity in my head. Massive fan will definitely come and see you again soon. That's Very so sweet. nice. Helen reads them with a much more earnest attitude. Mm. Mm. Oh. Andrew's like, love you guys. Nice to see you. Think your podcast is really great. You know, you like to see you live, whatever. <laughs> Helen's like, I love you. You are the greatest part of my day. <laughs> Go on. Okay, this I is like where my dyslexia is going to shine. So I'm going to hold my finger on the screen. <laughs> I am. A your screen needs to clean up. Give it a wipe. Yeah, give it a wipe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, how did I get poo on it? Um, <laughs> no. I did it. Obviously, I did it. Obviously, I did it. No poo. <laughs> just Fanta. I am a pan cis lady back in the dating world for a couple of years after a very long relationship and need some advice on how to deal with ghosting. Mm. I've had three or four times now where I feel this great connection with a guy. So far, always guys. We will have talked for a while. Had some great dates building an intensity and level of effort one guy made me a picnic another was a sweaty four-hour sex marathon fun Fun. whoa both good times actually i like both yeah there will be another date in the diary to meet again and then total silence (gasps) quite often the last message will be about how excited they are to see taste fuck me again and then nothing that dawning realization being left on red for days that you're never going to hear from them again is so shit it makes me angsty and nauseous and full of rage and self-loathing the sense that you can't trust anyone to really mean what they say can't trust your own instincts is fucking awful and then there's a little series of questions okay Mm -hmm. my questions are why do people do this three question marks Second, why does it feel so much worse than other types of rejection? Next one, is there any way to protect yourself from it apart from celibacy? Last one, what is the best way to respond? Are there any cutting ways to make them reflect on their shite behaviour? Um, can I send a message like, you know what would have been better? Thanks for the sex, but I feel like this isn't easy for me. Slash, I can't be asked to travel 90 minutes each way for that. So I think we should leave it there. Or can I report them on the dating app I met them on? Uh, surely this sort of behavior is something that needs to be challenged, but how? Or do I just need to find a good way to let it go? How do other people let this shit go? Thanks in advance for the wise advice. And well, we don't know that yet. <laughs> and also tips on how to throw them down a well. Okay. <laughs> Andrew, so you're you need to up, do, baby. Okay. If you can find all of their family on Facebook. No, just as a starting Andrew, point. Gross. Good. You sorry, want to see okay. gross. Sorry, yes. If you find out where they work and just kind of stalk Andrew, the aisles. And, no, we sorry, want okay. gross. Okay. Um, I would like you actually, Andrew, sorry, as the producer right now, <laughs> just to speak your truth for a minute. What would Andrew have done back in Ghosting Days? Back in Ghosting Days, he would have done both of those things and yeah. has indeed done both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't actually add that guy's family, but I did consider it, which is arguably yeah. b- bad. No, bad. It is definitely bad. You did the research, but mm-hmm. not the action. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love a bit of research. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, I did also wander around a Waitrose several days in a row, just kind of hoping to bump into uh, a shop assistant that ghosted me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a Waitrose shop assistant. Though. Exactly. It's cla- nice. classier than the Home Bargains mm-hmm. one that also ghosted me. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it's also tragic. But, go on. Point is, I, would have, I wouldn't have been able to let it go. I would have festered for a while. Um, I, why do people do this? Uh, often it's 
often it's cowardice. I think mm. um, I think as well, understanding why people do this will help with the how do you not feel so bad about it? Because it's not. It's very very rarely a reflection on you mm. unless you've I don't know slept walked and shat in your hands in front of them. They've probably <laughs> not ghosted you because of Shout you. Shout out to, to M. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it feels really hard because obviously you're trying to foster something personal and you're putting yourself out there. Mm. Um, especially if you've had rejection in the past or a breakup or anything like that, it, it feels just extra stingy to to, to get a ghost But let's yeah. go back to that because I think that's right. Like, I think it is cowardice. I mm-hmm. think it yeah. probably rationalises itself internally for them as they don't want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So they just leave it and then it's been left so long that it's awkward and then they... I feel like it's uh, more awful and bringing it up even again for you mm-hmm. to go back and explain why so they just back away from it also men aren't often given the language emotionally I think in life to articulate letting somebody down disappointing somebody or being like emotionally vulnerable for all the reasons that they might be backing out of it there's also like I think we have to acknowledge that like in the same way that dating apps make it a little bit easier to put yourself out there, right? There's one benefit of the ease of it is that they make it easier to put yourself out there to meet other people. They also do make it easier to be selfish, mm-hmm. right? To like back away. People to, aren't real people sometimes. Yeah, we've yeah. commodified yeah. love in a way that makes people feel a little bit less real and it makes our con- the consequences of that kind of ignoring or silencing of a person or like forgetting them, whatever it might be, neglecting them to be easier. And that is the, the flip side. There's a cost to dating in this way mm-hmm. and it is that. But like... It is never, and I mean truly never about you that they won't give you a conversation. Like they might be incredibly fearful of conflict. Other Mm -hmm. people, I'm definitely scared of conflict. Um, But it isn't about you. And I do think that you're right. It does help to understand that. Um, And it does make it less painful, but it Mm. can hopefully give you less self-blame. Yes. So, but what do you... What does she do? What does she do? I I wouldn't send the message. Mm. I... I have sent many of those messages. From the Premiere Inn. Or... From... <laughs> That's a real callback to the early episode. And what have they said in response? Or you Probably nothing. Very rarely do you ever get a response, yeah. first of all. Um, only once did I ever get closure, which, which as we know from uh, from an early saga in this mm-hmm. podcast, was when I got my wellies back. Correct. From, but, uh, I mean, that was very rare that that would, yeah. that would happen. Um, I would say sending those messages didn't necessarily make me feel better. Okay, I sent several messages which are cutting in tone versus earnest in tone, like, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, I I appreciate maybe you've um, left because you're anxious or whatever, but I'd appreciate some closure. Um, The earnest ones always gave me more closure whether they got a response or not, than the cutting ones. I completely agree. I was going to say, I was going to say, I think there's, that if you send a message that makes you... It provides them an easy way to go, look, mm-hmm. I was right to do that. She's mad, angry, whatever, like irrational. All the things that are easy to say about women when they express anger. Mm-hmm. I think that you will be left feeling cold and a little bit remorseful or embarrassed yeah. eventually. Whereas I actually think, yeah, you're right. I think saying, I think if you're going to send a message, it should read something like, hello, I just wanted to let you know that I had enjoyed our time together. And it hurt me that you didn't take the time to explain why you didn't want to see me again. It's absolutely fine for that to be your decision. But just so you know, moving forward in your dating life, 
women, me included, have feelings Mm -hmm. and there are consequences to these kind of actions that make women more like have made me more distrustful and and upset mm-hmm. so like lead with honesty not anger yeah, yeah. for sure because uh, also i think it's the only way to actually have impact if what you want is to challenge the behavior and make them think about it in the future i think it's more compelling to those people to say mm-hmm. hey maybe you thought you were giving me an easy way out or maybe you were taking the easy way out but you've really hurt me and it's mm-hmm. fine but and i would underscore like it is fine to not want to see me that is a completely valid thing but the way you've done it is painful yeah, and has consequence. I think as well on the anger thing, that if you respond with something like very witty and cutting and you, you're going to have two lingering things, either you're going to be going around going, oh, yeah, oh, I, I want to see his reaction to that. That'll, that'll mm-hmm. really annoy him. So not closure. Which, which won't close, get, go for you any closure. Or you might have a bit of regret and being like, oh, maybe if I hadn't been so you know, rude, he would have actually replied and you'd keep thinking about it. Whereas if you just go in with honesty and earnesty, first of all, you're not like waiting for the, the like, can't wait for the slam dunk to land. But also on that regret point, you just, it, it's much easier. I found it much easier to go, well, I've said my piece and if he responds, great. And if not, well, he was never meant to be so fucking. And I would say as well, knowing my luck, I'd send a like, hey man, I haven't heard from you. Fuck you. <laughs> and then he'd be like, hey, so sorry, my dog died. And I'm like, ah! Like, like, it would always be like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. I, and I think the other thing to say is that, um, sorry that you didn't adjust this mic for Helen's levels. I really screamed there. Um, what I was going to say was that I think the other thing to say in terms of closure for yourself is if this is a person who could do that few I mean it's so painful for you but few that you can get into a relationship with them mm-hmm. imagine trying to have conflict resolution with that person in a meaningful relationship yeah or imagine how they break up with you after a year oh like, like I think that's what I wanted to say just as like a final button to this I'd say thank you very much to both of you for your advice it's been very insightful but just the basic thing is, yes, you've had some great dates with these people, but, like, the bottom line is they're not people who are good at communicating and they're not that responsive. They are not someone you actually want to be with. And I've only just figured this out at 32. Mm. I don't know how old you are, but, like, it's just, like, if it's not right, it's not right. And you just because you have a good time when you're with them, the rest of the time is anxious and anxiety. It's not the right person. But mm. it's, it is really disorienting when yeah. you think that you've established a connection with somebody. Mm. Um, so maybe for your self-protection, like maybe try a different way of dating for a little while or like... Um, like Never take... fall in love, be alone forever. No, <laughs> I was going to say like go to a queer night, speak to a woman, like, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, if, if that option is open to you, as, as, as you say in the email, then definitely um, give, give men a bit of a break. Not, not to sell my kind down the river, but... No, but if we... what you're looking for is communication and kindness, you're looking yeah, in the wrong <laughs> door. You be nice to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well done, everyone. Yeah, hey, grow up from Andrew. Thank you. And can I just say for the end Ghost of this episode. Buster, Ghostbuster, Ghostbuster, here you go. Um, thank you so much to the coolest kids on the block, Andrew White and Catherine Bohart. Thank you, Helen. <laughs> Pretty um, cool. School choir and school debate. Don't mind the new room. Look where we are now. <laughs> um, you're probably not listening. I went to the discos. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode of Trusty Hogs, you can subscribe to us. Please give us a like on hmm, YouTube, I guess, and subscribe. And also um, follow us all on Instagram. Helen Bauer, Catherine Bohar, Andrew White. Come and see us live. We're all doing lots of Check previews. Check out our websites for live dates. They're everywhere. Um, tell everyone about Trusty Hogs. Spread please, the good please, word. Please, please. And um, we'll see you next time.
we'll see some of you in the extras. Have a good life. Thank Bye. you. Bye. See you next week. To all of you who support us on Patreon, we've got a new executive producer, Catherine. Don't Woo-hoo, look sad. I was exciting. singing very beautifully. I'm glad about the execs. <laughs> Go on. So who is it? It's, it's, we've got the classics. We've obviously got the OG execs. Go we've got on. Simon Moores, Guy Goodman, Mary Fox, Annie Turner, Sarah Harkey Deacon, Oliver Jago, and welcome from producer to exec, Anthony Conway. Welcome to exec level. Please enjoy the loud. <laughs> oh my god, how exciting! And also, thank you to all of our producers. We've got Richard Bicknell, L, Richard Bolt, Sadie Cashmore, Zoe, Rachel Page, Helen A, Abby Wharf, Luke Bright, Kate, May Williams, Amy, Victoria Hutchison, Emma Walton, Becky Fox, Tim and Dom, Raya Fink, Cordelia, Amy O'Reardon, Kai Webb, Key Webb, Matt Sims, Emily G, Tristan, Taz, Claire Owen Jones, Harold Van Dyke, David Walker, Jess and Nick, Rachel R, Neil, Rem- Neil Redmond, Sarah and Molly, <laughs> Tina Lindsay, Graham Marsh, Leah Overend, Liz Fort, Chloe. Good luck to M having to edit that. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.